to the Fisherman's Post Saltwater Podcast Series. This episode is titled Holiday Holiday Gift Ideas for the Angler. And for this Holiday Gift Ideas for the Angler episode, we're going to be talking to Arlen Ash of Intracoastal Angler. So we're going to be talking about gifts for both the inshore and the offshore guys, and then a special section, gifts for the angler that already has everything. And we'll be talking to him briefly. I am Gary Hurley of Fisherman's Post. Fisherman's Post has been serving the saltwater fishing community since 2003. We've been bringing you fishing reports, fishing information, fishing tournaments, fishing schools, and now in this latest and greatest chapter, the Fisherman's Post Saltwater Podcast Series. It is in this podcast series where we reach out to our captain and guide friends from up and down the North Carolina coast and ask them to share with us their knowledge, their insights, on how to catch more fish more often. However, the true goal, I believe, isn't just more fish, but it's also to give you more confidence to get you and your family and your friends out on the water spending more time together. I've joined this week, this episode, just as I am every week, every episode, with Billy Thorpe of Thorpe Creative, and hello, Billy. Oh, please, please, everyone calm, calm down, calm down, calm down. What's up, Gary? Well-deserved. That's a well-deserved <laughs> applause. Uh, I don't know, man. Not after getting ready for this episode. It's not well-deserved, but appreciate it. It's good to be here, and uh, even through all the little technical difficulties, I'm happy to be on set once again with the famous Gary Hurley. I wouldn't know anything about technical difficulties because I'd just sit here and Because I don't know smile, anything about tech. No. Try to say something halfway funny. <laughs> You do a good job, Gary. I'm going to up your pay next year. 2021, I'm going to up your pay. Don't worry about it. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So doing good. Hope all you guys that are watching and listening are we, uh, Gary, I think we're right at, probably at this point, we've hit 1,000 uh, followers, subscribers on our YouTube channel. So we're super excited about that. Uh, big milestone for So we're rich? YouTubers like us. We're rich. <laughs> we're rich. That's all. Sweet. That's it. That's over. Pull the curtains, ladies and gentlemen. We're done with the show. Um, (laughs) But anyway, man, so it's been good. So for you guys out there who are watching, you know how to watch. If you don't, uh, if you would want to listen rather than watch, which that's what I would do if I were you guys. No one wants to stare at these two ugly mugs. (laughs) You can check us out on Podbean, Spotify, uh, anywhere, really anywhere that podcasts are found. So Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Music, or maybe it's Google Podcasts now. They keep changing it up on us, but uh, in Amazon Music, which is the most recently added. Um, yeah, Gary, so it's been good, man. It's been awesome. And it's all because of the Marine Warehouse. We're sitting here. Hallelujah, <laughs> Marine Warehouse. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and play a commercial from those guys, and we'll be right back. All right. As you know, it's been a great year for boat sales. However, it's been really tough for customers to find boats in stock. We're the headquarters in Wilmington, North Carolina for Paracustoms, Sailfish, Sea Chaser, and Carolina Skiff. Our manufacturers are telling us the high demand for boats is going to affect 2021 inventory as well. So if you're looking to get a boat in the spring, you need to come sign up with us now. All right. 
Hi, Gary. That was a great commercial. Uh, be sure to go get a boat if you can. Short inventory, it looks like, or low stock in boats. So sign up to get in line. Yeah, you want to get in line. You want you want a boat. You want it from Marine Warehouse. And we live in a world where you just can't necessarily walk up and buy. You got to get in line, or you got to put your order in. That's right. But that gives you control over what you order. So yeah. you know we can find a positive in that. And I know that those guys are busy. <laughs> but who's not busy? Who's been calling you this well, week? Well, they're all busy. But Terrell, no matter how busy he gets, <laughs> that guy gets me over at least once and says, hey, we want to hang out. And they're a sponsor, so what am I going to say? No, Terrell, I don't want to hang out this week. I say, sure, Terrell, and I come over. <laughs> Damn, if he didn't put a couple of cups of mulled wine in my hand. Ugh, I hate that mulled spiced wine. <laughs> he loves it. God, that guy couldn't stop drinking it. I was pouring some in a plant. But, uh, was it his plant? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is not good. And after about his third cup, Dixie cup of mulled wine. What other way is there to drink wine besides Dixie cups? There's another way to drink mulled wine. I don't think there is any way to drink mulled wine, but that's another conversation. But the joke he told me did suffer from the mulled wine. You're not going to be impressed. But this is my investigative duty is to tell you what he told me. All right. What do you get when you cross a fishing lure with a gym sock? A fishing lure with a gym sock? Yeah. No idea. Hook, line, and stinker. <laughs> <laughs> I had to use the sound effects to to up the value of the show so far. I told Terrell I was disappointed in him too. I don't I mean I don't take affront to that. I was as disappointed in Terrell as you are right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm gonna show a fish picture. Thank God. You ready for one? Here we go. Here's a legend, Max Gaspany of uh Esmerada. Almerada. Almerada, I can't read. Florida with two gags he caught with a he and Eric Rathstrom. I mean, what is this? A word twister picture? Let's go. They caught it while dropping uh, Boston mackerel about 18 miles offshore uh, off of Carolina Beach. Uh, he was fishing with Captain Dave Garner of the uh, headboat Von Decay. That looks pretty good. Was that on a recent trip you were on? That's on a recent trip. It was. And, you know, we had to put all that detail in there. One, give Max some plug. Two, you can't be holding up two groupers these days. You need to put another angler's name in that caption or else someone will say, hey, man, he's holding up two grouper. You can only keep one. Oh, uh, gotcha. That makes sense. And then I also just want to give a shout-out to my good friend Dave Gardner, Von Decay. And, and Max beat you in yeah. a little grouper pool. Did you guys have one of those little grouper oh, yeah. pools? My money is in his pocket in Almorada yeah. right now. Good for him. Right? Good for him because every time I've been on that boat, you stink and win that thing. So <laughs> I don't good know for if him. that's true. Good job, Max. Good job, Max. Well, Billy, I'm getting ready to talk to Arlen. Holiday gift ideas for the angler. I need you to pay attention. And now this is usually where I say Billy's best takeaway, as you know. So it might be the gift. I mean, now yeah. since we're not talking fishing specific, it might be, all right, Billy, which gift? My best takeaway is my wife better be getting me some fishing gifts. Well, I didn't. You know what? I didn't absolutely, you know, iron out the details with Arlen, but I figured it was understood that any gift he talks about, he will give one of to the podcast. Now, again, we didn't have that conversation <laughs> outwardly, but it seemed to me to be understood. But Arlen and I will work that out later. If, if there's a guy that can make it happen, it's Arlen. Well, let's let's bring up. So Billy's best gift takeaway. Oh. Let's, let's go to Arlen. Arlen Ash, owner of Intracoastal Angler. How you doing? 
Well, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far with the ownership part, but I like to uh, I like to run it every now and again along with Ben and the other guys. Yeah, but we're doing have, great. You can have a good shop there. Not not owner, but manager. All right, so. Arlen, I'm glad you're talking to us. I think you're the perfect guy for this with your product background. We're going to talk about holiday gift ideas for the angler. And I know from talking to you in pre-game, pre-show, that we're going to talk about gifts for inshore, gifts for offshore. And then I love your idea, gifts for the angler that has everything already. But before we get to that, before we get to the main event, I need to ask you two questions. And the first question is, why should we listen to what you have to say? I'm not going to say gifts. I'm going to say, why should we listen to what you have to say about product? Well, that's funny because a lot of my customers, when I meet them, that's the first thing they ask me. <laughs> why should we listen to you? You know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty comfortable with that question. Um, you know, bottom line is, you know, uh, not only us here at Intercoastal Angler, but, you know, you mentioned Marine Warehouse and there's several other local businesses. The guys that are in these local businesses are not salesmen, they're fishermen. So the whole point is we eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. We're not just selling you a bill of goods and sending you down the river. Um, we really want you to get what you need. As far as the products and everything in my background, um, I've been in the tackle uh, game since 2006, um, and I'm kind of a tackle junkie. Um, I don't go fishing as often as I'd like to anymore. But if you go to my garage, it looks like an annex of a tackle shop. So, um, you know, so I, I like to consider myself a, a connoisseur of, you know, the mouse traps that we like to use as fishermen. All right, Arlen, I like that. We will proceed as soon as we handle question number two. Question number two historically is a non-fishing related question. I don't think you should be concerned, though. I'm sure you paid attention in English class. Arlen Ash begins with two A's. What is that English term when you have the same letter or sound that begins a couple of words close together? Uh, it's probably going to be a third A, right? Alliteration. He killed it. He did pay attention in English class. I'm glad you got that, Arlen, because I had no clue what Billy, you guys talking Billy about. Billy was lost. I mean, I could see it in his red. eyes. Alliteration. I like it. I like when someone nails an English question. All right, let's get right into the primary content then. All the setup behind us. What are you going to show us first or what are you going to tell us about first? Well, so like you said, you know, the kind of the idea was to do kind of a, what do we get for the guys that stick inshore? What do we get for the guys that go offshore? Um, and it's a tough thing because we could sit here for two hours and I could show you all these little lures, the stuff that I like, the stuff that we sell the best. Um, but I was trying to more pick some certain things that are really good gift ideas. And, and one for, for anybody that's whether they fish inshore or near shore or along the beach or even, you know, freshwater, you know, kind of the, the most popular thing is a seven foot spinning combo. Uh, it's the most versatile rod and reel uh, that we could, that you can use anywhere along the East coast, to be honest with you. Um, and so there's a couple new rods that are really, um, popular in the market getting a little bit difficult to get but um there's been some that have showed up before christmas and i just wanted to kind of go through um a couple of these options and the first one would be uh some rods called fenwick hmg inshores um, they're made by fenwick um this is going to be kind of a challenge you know trying to show products <laughs> through uh through this but 
Um, the Fenwick HMG rods have been a very popular staple, um, both in the fresh and saltwater world for the past 12 years. Um, and the, the thing is, all their actions have been in or have been technically bass rods, if you will. Um, very, very fast. Um, and while they work and dovetail really nicely into our fishing along the coast for flounder, drum, the lighter actions for trout, um, there were some things that people didn't necessarily like about them, especially in the saltwater world. Uh, one was that the guides, the guide train was very small because those bass guys, they, they like them really tiny guides. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a fashion statement or if it's because um, the perceived uh, sensitivity with monofilament and fluorocarbon lines. But one thing they did with this series is they greatly increased the size of the guide train as far as the, the ring size. And what that does is that when we're throwing uh, leaders, because we use braided line a lot, we use a lot of um, fluorocarbon leaders, and some of us use them long to where they actually go through the guide train. Um, this allows for it not to impact your casting, not to increase your wind knotting because of that guide, you know, or because of the knot going through the guides. And especially on the tip, the tip is actually two sizes larger than, um, <laughs> than on the, um, the original series. Uh, they kept it in the same price point, full court grips, um, and the range of actions, there's more in the longer series. So a lot of the freshwater actions, you see like a six foot that maps out to a seven foot length. These actually start at seven and go up to eight foot and they have some heavier actions. So your guys that want to use popping corks um, for big bull drum in the Pamlico, uh, your guys that might want something light to throw small bucktails, but still be able to land a cobia, but also flounder fish near shore. Um, there, it's just a much better set of actions in the same popular series and it's brand new. Um, they still carry the same warranty. Um, so something to consider for the angler that's looking for a new rod and reel. All right. Let me ask um, some questions. Sure. What's the rough price point of the Fenwick? Uh, they're right at a hundred dollars. And is that, is that sort of where you push people in general? Is that where you push people for a gift idea? Like, well, so, you know, we sell a lot of the guys that come in that are new to it and are kind of price point um, shopping. They typically end up in the, where we go with the pre-made combos. The problem with that is that you end up sacrificing quality on the rod or the reel. And kind of the next step up from entry level is where we start looking at selecting reels and pairing them with rods that are more application specific, but also with higher end components, guides, blanks. Um, I would put this beyond entry level. Um, it's not the most expensive, exquisite thing. Um, it's just at a, it's, it's the most bang for your buck going into a mid to upper level product. Okay. All right, cool. What else you got? Um, I also brought a couple reels that would kind of pair nicely with a rod of that sort. Um, the first one is made by Penn. Everyone's probably familiar with the pin battles that have been very popular for about a decade now. Um, they came out with a model of pin battle called the DX series. Look at how pretty it's much better looking than I am. Um, I guess that's not really hard to accomplish. But anyways, so um, what they did is they took the pin battle that was very popular and there was a couple things people didn't like about them. 
Um, one was that uh, we call it, you know, uh, people bring it in and they say, well, it feels kind of grindy. It says, well, it feels like a bow. Uh, the reason is that they went with stainless gears, and the pinion and the main gear. And that's nice because it doesn't corrode. It doesn't have any, you know, it, it, the gear stays fine. The problem is stainless is soft. So you catch a couple nice drum and you're cranking really hard um, against a big fish. The teeth start to wear, especially on the pinion gear, and you get basically a um, $100 pepper grinder. Um, what they did here, they actually upped the gearing to use um, brass, which is a much harder metal. Um, they also added a sealed ball bearing underneath the spool, which was one of the ball bearings that would get sticky on the other battles. They also made this a dealer exclusive line, which is special to me and, and other um, independent retailers because um, it gives us a nicer product to sell um, that's not strictly price driven on Amazon and, and other sources like that. Um, not to knock Amazon. I'm sure there's a pile of boxes at my front door now. Um, but it definitely gives us a nicer product to sell. Um, once again, these came out a couple months ago. Uh, they, they are a little bit more expensive than the normal battles. I believe they're, they're the normal battle, the regular battles are right at $110 um, and up depending on the size. Um, these come in at 134 and they have the same range of sizes. So from a 2,500 size such as this all the way up to an 8,000 size. So if you want something for surf fishing or for uh, big drum or even, even a, a, a cost conscious jigging reel for offshore, um, there's a, there's a battle DX um, that would fit any angler, whether they're inshore or offshore. Um, did you have any questions regarding those? Or? You know, I do. All right. All right. So if I'm coming in or if I'm sending someone in to get me, a holiday gift and I'm sure. picking up, I'm pairing a pen battle DX with that uh, Fenwick rod. What is the most popular size, the 3000, 2,500 or, or how would you, what questions would you ask me to get me in the right combo pairing? Sure. So it would, it would really be the most popular is going to be a seven foot medium action with a 2,500 size. Now that varies depending on what you target. So if you say, I don't really trout fish much, but I like, fishing Carolina rigs for flounder when they're open for six weeks or <laughs> uh, stab there. Um, but, um, or I like fishing big top orders for drum and, and like the ability to fish in the ocean for flounder, then you'd probably want to step up to a three or 4,000 size with a little bit heavier mainline. Um, and the rod would, you know, we would up the rod, uh, weighting, you know, from a medium to a medium heavy to compensate for that. Um, but the most popular by far, the most versatile would be a 2,500, on a um, on a seven foot medium and pin sizes they run a little bit larger once again they're trying to really target the saltwater guys um, and so they they typically have a little bit more line capacity I think it's more for the guys in Florida that are trying to use small reels to catch snook and and uh, tarpon where they're they're forced to use heavier braid on smaller reels um, but compared to Shimano and Daiwas and other of those the pin sizes actually run a hair large in your on average, you can go one size down and still accomplish the same thing. Right on, man. Let's move on then. So the next, the next one that I brought up um, is another spinning reel. Um, it's Shimano's Stratic. Um, I, you know, like I said, these have been out for about a year, and Penn just came out with these 
Um, I don't, you know, I think I think Penn's kind of shooting for something here. I don't, I don't know, or at least with the looks. Um, but the, the Shimano Stratic is is the gold standard of inshore spinning reels. Um, and one of the reasons I decided to highlight it in the gift guide was that it's something that everybody wants. You know, every everybody wants a Stratic. It is the gold standard. Um, when you pick one up. It's made out of machined aluminum, not just die-cast aluminum. They're lighter in weight by size. Um, they have some very smooth drags. They're super silky smooth. It's just for the money without going completely overboard, it is the best thing on the market. The problem is it comes in at a price point of $200, which scares off you know, your, your average everyday guy um, it's, it's a tough, it's kind of one of those price points that gets a little bit on the high side. So especially around the holidays, um, you know, and father's day is, is another one that, um, we see a lot of these, it, it's a really popular item and it's, it's something that if you have someone who, whether they're just getting into inshore fishing, but they like nice stuff, or you have someone that's been inshore fishing a while, um, and, or, or even, even some of the tournament fishes, these are just some of the nicest things on the market. Um, and thought it was worth highlighting uh, that we had that they are available. There was a period of time where they were very hard to get. Um, something that would be perfect to put in uh, in Santa's sleigh. So, all right, I'm going to ask you to nerd out on me a little bit. What is the benefit of machined aluminum? So the machined aluminum, a they're they're able because of the design and the way they're able to cut it they can get away with a little bit less material without sacrificing strength b because it comes out of one stock of aluminum instead of it being poured it's it's much more rigid so when you're cranking especially under a load when you're cranking on a fish it doesn't flex as much so not only does it not it does it inhibit the feeling of fighting a fish on the rod? It also is better for the internals of the reel. Um, you know, frame flex a lot of times will cause, especially a pinion and a main gear to come unaligned. It also cause some bearings to not, you know, some of the tolerances to not be just right. Um, and so that's, it's just, like I said, it's the next step up in technology. The other thing I failed to mention uh, with these newer Stratics that came out last year is they added Shimano added the micro module gear system that they had previously only in sustain and higher, which are their three to 400 and up to $700 reels. Um, what that gearing system is, it's a much tighter mesh gearing system where there's a bunch more teeth out of hardened brass. Um, and because there's more mesh points between the gears, even under a load, it stays silky smooth. Arlen, I had no doubt you would not disappoint me when I asked you to nerd out. Thank you for that explanation. What's next I on our I, list? I wish I, I wish I had um, my uh, blue light blocking glasses to put on. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I, I wish you did too. Um, um, the next thing, you know, we were trying to go like some inshore versus offshore ideas. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't want this to be like QVC, you know, like where I'm holding something up. <laughs> For the low, low price of, um, but I did want to say that there are some new soft plastics and new hard baits out there. Um, and once again, that's going to be very, very specific to where you are. So if you're listening to this show in the Outer Banks and, you know, you fish up there a lot or, or 
you fish along the Noose River and, and visit some of the shops there, their offerings are going to be different. And so if, if you go into a shop, the best thing to do is ask the guys and say, hey, you know, what's new and what's working around the area? So I didn't want to get too specific with that. Um, with that being said, inshore-wise, there's a new soft plastic that's come out. It's based out of Texas. It's called Knockin' Tail Lures. And the reason that they've decided that name, there's actually a built-in rattle in the tail of the soft plastic. So something that's very new and unique. Um, some of the guys here have been fishing them, um, especially for trout, and have been doing very well with them. So that's something that, you know, even if it's a just a stocking stuffer idea, something you can just toss in um, your inshore angler's bag. And it's probably something you don't have considering we've just started carrying them and they really haven't had any presence in North Carolina except for in the past couple months. Um, Offshore-wise, um, and we were joking about offshore guys. I mean, you know, you group of fish, you're fishing with dead bait, you go trolling a lot of times offshore, you're trolling about who no one wants, you know, falling out bait under the tree or in their stocking. Um, so a lot of the lures, once again, would be region specific, but something that's new for the blue water angler is a line of lures by a company called Nomad. Um, and when they first hit the scene, their DTX minnow, which basically looks like a man's stretch or a Rapala, um, a Rapala uh, diving bait on steroids, they came out with this with a couple ideas. One, let's see if I can bust her open real quick. How long is that? This lure here is actually nine inches long, if you include the bill. Um, it's, it's the same size as a man's stretch 30. This bait will actually dive to 40 over 40 feet if you fish it on 80 to 100 pound braid. Um, and it has an auto-tune system in the lip. So I don't know if you can quite see it there, but there's a plate instead of just a ring that the split ring goes into. And that actually moves with the vibration of the lure to keep it from, you know, wanting to pop out of the water. If sure even the guys at Spanish mackerel fish with the Azuris and there's some of the frustration that can happen with those from time to time. Um, they, they put that auto tune system there to eliminate some of that frustration. They've also put really big hooks on it. So a lot of the man's plugs and some of the Rapala, um, diving plugs, you have to, you know, you buy a $30 lure, $40 lure, the first thing you got to do is buy $10 of hooks to replace them. Um, these have 11 aught. Uh, this is a 220 size here. These have 11 aught BKK hooks, which is an overseas company that designed their hooks for catching uh, GTs, giant trevallis. So it's the perfect hook for around here for yellowfin, blackfin tuna, wahoo. Um, the cool thing about this is, you know, your average guy that's just getting into Gulfstream fishing. It's great to have some of these on the boat because you can just we call them, you just chuck them behind the boat and drag them and they're fishing. It doesn't require any rigging. Um, so they came, they came out with that a couple years ago and they've been very popular and very successful. And what they just came out with this year is called a Mad Mac. And it's very similar to the Yozuri Bonitas that have been very popular among Wahoo fishermen um, in that it's a high speed vibe bait. And this bait actually weighs almost almost 18 ounces um, and you'll notice it kind of looks like a giant rattle trap people that are familiar with Yozuri Benitas um, but the same idea has an auto-tune lip or, or ring rather and then it also has the same oversized hooks with oversized terminal tackle the whole thing's through wired 
and they're really bulletproof. So they've basically taken a very popular lure that was on the market and tried to make it better. Um, and these just came out about a month ago. What's our retail price point on that? Um, you're looking at, uh, they start, depending on the size and the smaller sizes, they're $40 on up to $50. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't have any follow-ups. Let's, you know, yeah, you got yeah. something and, to add. And, I'm, and I'm like, in. Yeah, we could, like I said, we could talk lures forever. That's why I tried to keep that kind of short. Um, this, that offshore stuff kind of dovetails into, you know, what do I get the guy that has two buckets full of Islanders and, you know, um, that's why some of these newer lures are good ideas. Um, it dovetails nicely into my gifts for any fisherman or someone that has everything, you know, the offshore, the average offshore guy has everything. Um, so one thing that's kind of cool and it's just a fun gift is this knife here. This is a, um, a Dexter sashimi knife, actually. Sashimi um, knife. It is. And so what's neat about it is that, you know, the popularity of sushi, the offshore guys, they catch tunas and they catch wahoos and that's some of the best sushi you can have. And so we started carrying these actually at the request of a couple couple of our regular offshore captains. Um, they wanted a good knife for making, whether it's sushi rolls or sashimi or, you know, searing a fish loin and, and cutting it finely. So we started carrying these. They are very popular around the holidays. Um, they're 10 inches long and they actually make a bunch of different sizes as well. They make some 12 and 14s. They just, I don't know, they're kind of scary to me. So we, we stick with the 10 incher. Um, and what's interesting about it is that these sashimi knives are sharpened on one side. So the reason for that is that you can make, it, it stays a super sharp razor edge on one side. And when you make your cut, the fish is cut at a at you know perfectly square so basically you use the knife's edge the square edge to make your perfect cut um i've never used one before personally and if you're if your offshore guy is left-handed i don't know what to tell you um but um it's just it's just a it's been a very popular gift uh they retail for not or for excuse me for 49 dollars um so for that guy that's everything it's kind of it's one of those things he might use it a couple times. He might love it and use it all the time, but it's, it's kind of a good gift for that guy that has everything. Um, that being said, another gift for any of our anglers, everyone loves a good pair of boots or shoes that you can use fishing and the extra tough ankle boots have become kind of not only for fishing, but also in this town at least has been, become kind of a fashion statement uh, but along those same lines they just re-released a series of their leather boots um and so it's the same six inch ankle boot that we've seen before they're still 100 percent waterproof um and you know same same ideas as your normal ankle deck boot but what's cool is that they are leather they look really sharp come in three three colors an olive um a tote which i didn't even know that was a color until i had to order and a um and a brown um i like to joke about these as hey you know i like to fish sunday mornings and i know some people gotta leave to go to church well you can hop off the boat and go right to church um in these leather extra tufts you know so they're, they're made of leather 
Yes. So the interior, it's kind of hard to see, but the interior has a neoprene lining. Okay. And then the exterior is, is Cala. All right. So there's, like I said, there's still a hundred percent waterproof, but I mean, literally you can, yeah. In the morning on Sunday, you can go fishing and go right, walk right to church. Probably want to change pants. Um, and, and if you, you know, you're late for dinner and you got a function, you know, you can go right to the restaurant and, you know, look pretty good. Um, they retail for 125 bucks. Um, and they, they come in both women's and men's as well. All right. I don't have any, I don't, is there more on the list? I'm, I, uh, I've lost track. This those, is great. I'm in. Come in wide. I get real wide feet. They come they in wide. Does it, do they? Oh, they don't. They, okay. They don't, but. Just like the other ankle boots, they do tend to stretch out widthwise a little bit. Um, the the rubber ones definitely stretch out a little bit more. But that being said, the the make because the leather doesn't stretch out as much. Um, we're finding a lot of people buy a the true to size, whereas a lot of times in the rubber boots they go up up a size just because they are tighter. Um, the only the other things that I have kind of that I I threw in here was. Okay, whether you don't know what the heck to get someone because you don't fish, which I guess that doesn't really fall into this category for this podcast. But, you know, we, we have a lot of people that say, I want to get somebody something. I don't know what they use, but I want to get them something fishing related. Or once again, that person that has everything and if you, you might be scared if you get them the wrong mirror lure, he's going to think you don't know how to trout fish or, you know, all right, that color's no good. This guy doesn't like me. He's trying to, you know. Trying to send me the wrong way. So there, there's a lot of good options for anglers, um, both both men and women. Um, and one is a good set of pliers. I, I think that's something that doesn't that most people have. Everyone has pliers, but a good pair of pliers goes a really, really, really long way. Um, and two of our more popular ones. One is made by Bubba Blade. Um, they're known for their their Teflon coated fillet knives, but these these pliers here are actually um, titanium tipped stainless framed with the Teflon coating to go along with their sales pitch for everything else they sell. Um, but they have really good grips. They don't rust or corrode and they have some cutters on them. They retail for 60 bucks um, and they come with a sheath, but they're a really nice set of pliers and going up from there just to kind of give you another option are these Donmar checkpoints. And these are actually made out of very high grade stainless I don't, I'm, I'm not well versed enough to know exactly what grade of stainless that is, but it's the only pair of pliers that I've ever sold in doing this that you can actually jump in the ocean with and get back in the boat. And as long as you rinse them off at the end, they, they don't rust. I've had a pair for, I want to say 11 years um, and, wow. and treat them really badly. I've had to replace the cutters several times, but this is truly a lifetime pair of pliers. Um, this is the small inline size that most of our insurer guys like because they're very small and manageable. Um, the 850 size, they retail for right at 150 bucks. Um, they make a larger um, 900 or it's an 880 size. Um, they have cutters on the side, very similar to this bubble blade pair, and they jump up to the $200 range. But it's really a lifetime pair of pliers. Um, something, once again, I think people are undervalued as far as something to have on the boat or in the tackle box. Um, 
again, kind of keeping the same things. I showed you a sashimi knife. A good fillet knife is something that everyone could use. Um, you can't, I mean, really, I, I usually end up getting myself a fillet knife once or twice every year. Either one, because I've lost it or ruined it because I didn't take care of it, or two, because I fell overboard or what have you. Um, you know, this this makes a great Christmas gift. Um, Dexter Russell makes these. They're made in the United States. High stainless blades. They hold their edge really good. They come with a uh, sturdy sheath that will actually outlive this specific knife, and it fits anywhere from a seven to nine inch knife. Um, so it's a it's a great gift. This keeps you in about a thirty dollar price point, um, but something that would be good for any angler. We carry these kits in seven and eight inches. So whether the guys, the the person that you're buying for likes to catch trout and flounder inshore or catch groupers and, and dolphins offshore. We have a size that would, Dexter makes a size that would work well for you. Um, and then the only other last thing, um, we've sold a lot of coolers and accessories during the holidays. It's kind of a grab and go kind of thing. Um, the toadfish can cooler has been something that's very popular. Uh, it's it's basically like a colster that holds a that holds a can and keeps it insulated, but it fits on any surface, um, any smooth surface it'll actually stick to. Uh, let's let's see if we can use some of. Let's see how technologically advanced I can be here. So not very. <laughs> I was hoping maybe I can back up here. I'm going to stick it on the desk here. Let's see if I can get a little bit lower. Right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So. Got on the desk, yep, and it won't knock over. So if you're rolling around on the boat, it keeps your drink from not be getting spilled. But if you pick it straight up, it comes right off. Now this desk, you know, we're a tackle shop, so it ain't the cleanest desk in the world. It's it's not. It's got a little dust on it, uh, but still, the it, it, they're really great. A lot of people like them. Don't put them in the dishwasher because they'll mess up the seals. But very popular gift idea. Um, not any, I mean, even for guys that, you know, just boat, not necessarily even fishing. Um, and they make a range of accessories as well. Um, am I going too fast? or No, man, this yeah. has been good. I think we've been hitting it. You say that was like your last gift? Yeah, yeah. And, and they make some other accessories like oyster knives, fish flippers, just, you know, kind of, kind of any random stuff that your average outdoorsman uses but necessarily wouldn't buy for themselves or, or something that gets overlooked when they go in the average tackle shop to get some lures and, and that kind of thing. Well, Arlen, I think you did a fantastic job of giving us both a product review and a holiday gift guide. I think you also did a great job of not just turning it into an advertisement of it really trying to drop some knowledge and not just push it. However, I appreciate your time here. And this is the part where why don't you tell people where Intercoastal Angler is, maybe a little bit about your hours through the holidays. Like, I mean, you've sure. earned it. You've earned the right to promote Intercoastal Angler for sure. Sure. And, and you know, we're located on Oleander Drive in Wilmington, um, right in between the Bradley Creek Bridge by Bradley Creek Marina and the Boathouse Restaurant. Um, there's a big bright sign out front. Um, I've, I forgot to buy a new inflatable Santa to put out front this year. So if, um, my owner's watching. I'm sorry about that. There's no inflatable sound. But um, anyways, we're, we're right on Oleander Drive. Um, and like Gary said, I, I wanted this to be 
much more informative for the listener than a commercial. Um, if, if I still didn't give you any good ideas and you're still puzzled what to get people, um, whether it's at our shop or your local shop anywhere throughout the Carolinas, um, gift cards go a long way. Half of the battle or half of the enjoyment of coming to the tackle shop is coming in and giving me a hard time and, you know, BSing with the guys and putting your hands on the stuff. Um, and so, you know, gift cards are a popular thing, not just here, but at any local business, um, not even fishing. So, Arlen, thank you very much. I think that brings our podcast to a close, man. I think we, I think this was our first holiday gift guide and I think I, I appreciate your time, your knowledge. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. You got really appreciate being here. Thanks, Arlen. Thank you. Gary, Gary, Gary. Billy. I love that, man. I'm a gear guy. I love, I love a lot of that stuff. My takeaway though is you need to negotiate one of those stratics for the show. <laughs> Remember you talked about that negotiation, dude. You I was Ireland. working on one of everything right? from the list, and then suddenly <laughs> you just severely limited my bargaining power. Oh well, go ahead, go ahead, Gary. If you think you're that good that you can negotiate Ireland out of one of each, then I guess you now have to wrestle for who gets those one of each things. So if you had to pick one thing. Not the Stratic because it has the highest price tag. Yeah. I'm going to take that option away from you. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, let me think about that for a second. Uh, While you I, think I like about those it. extra tough boots, I've wanted a pair for a long time, but I have super wide feet, so I'm just I'm just nervous to buy them. My, you know what my one of my takeaways is? Arlen falls off the boat a lot. I've heard, yeah, that's what I do. I took it. Yeah, when Arlen shops, he's got to go. Hmm. All right, I'm going to be falling <laughs> off the boat. Will this work for me? He did say like overboard a couple <laughs> times. I'm like, man, no. I was going to say if you want to go fishing, but can't have those risks on my imaginary boat. So anyhow, that's my takeaway. Somebody buy me a boat. <laughs> anyway, Gary, I think you, I think that brings our holiday gift guide for the angler. To a close. It's good, man. Good good gift guide episode. I liked it a lot. And so, um, yeah, go buy some gifts. And Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you, guys. Fisherman's Island.